0: This podcast tells the stories behind the craft brewers across the country. This is Erica,
1: Matt, and sound guy Ryan, and you're listening to an episode of brewers. brewers. Do you guys hear the footsteps on the top of the roof? No. I just thought I was Rude. Oh wait. <laughs>
0: it's, it's, oh wait, Santa's here. No, so of Santa course.
2: Here. It's just me. Of course. Ho, ho, ho. I'm dressed up as a as Santa guys right now.
0: Like Sound. literally
2: like
1: just
0: for fun. This to is toe. just <laughs> what we're doing.
2: It's Sound Guy Santa. Sound Guy Santa, yes.
0: Yeah. He's
1: in the house. Uh yeah, but welcome to another episode of Brew Roots. Uh, oh, yeah! thank you guys for listening to last week's episode um all the way out in New Orleans. We, we got a
2: lot of listens and people uh, yeah. uh, reach out to us, being um, very um, glad that we were able to get out there and yeah. um, kind of share the story down south and what the beer scene is there and how you know they do things out there because the laws are very different from there from here.
0: I don't think the right? laws are yeah. that much different. Well, actually I mean I distribution.
2: I... I mean no, I mean like w- distribution in episode... wise
0: might be a little different, but yeah. You make it sound oh, well, like it's a third like, world. It's 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 well, no, it's not
2: the thorough fucking world. No, I'm just saying that it's different. Slightly, you know, we're yeah. we're pretty spoiled up here. We are, you know. I we thought are. it was cool that Parlo and uh, Carey did a collab actually
0: just recently. Just recently. Yeah, which is like, awesome. Yeah.
1: yeah, and it's such Woo-hoo. a bummer. Like we, that's God.
0: The, if we lived down there, uh, you know, we would drink that beer all the time. You
1: know what the worst thing? Is? The worst thing and the best thing about social media is you see all this great beer. Seriously. And you're like, oh, this sounds awesome. And you're like,
0: oh, I can't. But get then it. you can't get it. Well, unless you, unless you you trade. beer trade, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I'm just not, and I just I'm just don't have the time of time. I retired from it. that. I'm yeah. done. Done, well, son.
2: No more beer trading. But uh, how's everyone's week
1: been? Cool.
0: Anyways, moving on.
2: Uh, I am officially done with school Ooh. for Ooh. the semester. Good
0: How job. exciting, Brian! All A's? congrats, y'all.
2: I don't know yet. What do you think? Hopefully all A's. I think I got one A minus. I probably got one B plus plus in all A's. Oh,
1: B plus, that's lame. That's, that's, that's what I am do-
2: We'll we'll report. We um, didn't trade. We didn't next train episode. you to do that. No. Train no, you better than this. Yeah, I know. But uh, we'll 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 report back next episode. Huh. All right. So Erica, what about your week? You've been busy.
0: Uh yeah, just you know, living it up, working at Brado, drinking their beers, which is amazing.
2: Yeah, I will say the pilsner is great.
0: Yeah, the drive pilsner. You came and visited. I did. Solid time. Where was this brewed? That one was brewed in.
2: I have no idea. I just saw pilsner and I yeah.
0: (laughs) I don't know that I remember now. I think it was CBC.
2: Oh, that's a that's a great place to prove you. I feel like, yeah, I'm yeah. pretty
0: sure it was CBC. Yep. Cool.
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, I was yeah. there with um Your my friend. friend, and I got that. She got the the grisette. Yep. She fucking loved the grisette. Yep. I do like that. Grisette. Absolutely Solem. loved it. Um. Yeah. No, Brado's been doing. She's killing you know, it. Been killing, killing it, it. Literally been killing it. Yeah. What about you, Matt? What what yeah. what's new with you? Just working a ton and getting ready for the
1: holidays. It's such a holidays. stressful. It is such a stressful time.
0: Yeah. Over don't the years. Tell me
1: about it. And I find myself drinking more beer. Mm. And I don't know
2: if that's just because it's stressful or there's just a lot of good beer there's
1: out there right now. There's a lot of good beer I out there. I think it's right now.
0: just
2: there's a lot of good beer out there. There is. Um, the
0: stress certainly helps though.
2: I've been uh, gravitating toward breweries that I normally don't go to. Um, on the daily not just because like they're far away but they're like you know it it's a hike ish you know like i went to deciduous today hmm. like randomly i'm like you know what i'm gonna go to deciduous today this because is a great I,
0: story by ryan hey you
2: know i saw a post i'm like hey we got you know um some sours on tap i like, oh. yo they do have good sours
1: uh, cool. yeah sours. That's and, cool. I,
2: and i had them and that's, they that's were unreal yeah they also had their uh, Italian Pilsner, nice Italian. Um, and it was unreal. It was absolutely unreal. That's I was good. I'm to away that good things yeah. are happening. That enough.
0: usually yeah. means they use like a uh, an Italian malt. Yes, yep.
2: I believe it you're was. Right. It was sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's sweet. It, w- mm. it was really nice.
0: Super yeah. sweet.
1: Uh, yeah. So last Saturday um, we weren't hanging out, but we were kind of taken back by uh, some news. Uh, we found out that. Um, Evan from uh, Bare, Bones. Bare Bones passed yeah. away um, on Friday evening. And uh, if you guys haven't had a chance to listen to our episode, this isn't a shameless plug. It's more just to hear about Evan and listen to like his... Hear how amazing he, he, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Um, we released the episode two weeks. So that's what it kind of hit home to us and kind of made me yeah, realize. Yeah, like, just
0: released it. Yeah. Like this was a very sudden passing yeah um so we weren't like expecting anything to happen no and, no um yeah, yeah no it was really kind young, of a shocker
2: young dude super yeah. young i mean when i went to see him for the uh first time when i was on spring break you know he 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 was so kind he really like talked us uh talked to me and my uh, my girlfriend out you know with uh, like what they had to offer and he just just started talking you yeah, know,
0: passionate and just uh, yeah.
1: yeah, super passionate. Yeah, you definitely really dug what he
0: does or did.
2: Yeah,
1: and just uh, typically before every episode, we try to listen to our guests for this week, and I took really good notes for the the episode this week um, previously, but I, I found myself going back to our bare bones episode. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. Uh And just listening and and um, it's it's a real kind of hearing. Uh, what Evan had to say about you know life and uh, I feel like Evan um, was like and I don't want to misrepresent like by saying this, but like a guy of of short words, not short words but like you know a few words and yeah and uh, when he said something he meant it. Um, For sure like very well Good spoken yeah and yeah. Um, I just know his passion. It's weird Ryan has an empty bottle of um, their cream um beer. And I was just looking yeah. at it. And I was like, yeah. shit, that's a really, really thought out beer. And it's yeah. thorough yeah. and it's um it's good from first pour to last sip. Um and like you know, he's gonna be remembered through those beers. Through those beers yeah, for the ones years. That, yeah, know, yeah. He yeah. definitely created. And um you know beer bones I think is still gonna continue going. They're open for, for m- sure normal operations. Uh I know this evening, um, if you're listening on Friday, From like
0: six, I know they're open till ten. Yeah, but I think the yeah, six to eight memorial is, the actual, is six to eight, yeah. right?
1: Yeah. And then they're open till ten. Um, if patrons want to just uh, you know celebrate Evans' um, life, life, mm-hmm. and I think um, you know, I definitely took like a moment on Saturday. I was with my girlfriend, and I was just couldn't believe it. I was like, "Holy shit!" I mean, and we I found out pretty I late mean, at night. Any of us, like, it was just. Yeah. A freak and accident. A, car yeah, a car accident, accident yeah. you
0: know like be safe out there guys it's the winter yeah. in New England um ice creeps up out of nowhere you know so don't be speeding on the roads thinking you're okay because yeah. there's and it's we're not, not saying that
1: he we're not saying that he was speeding I mean it was no just no not at all I'm just, just like a, saying
0: in general yeah just be safe out there people because you know we don't want any more of you guys disappearing yeah. on, on car accidents
1: it's just very weird I know that uh Evan and I had emailed last weekend he was saying, you know, oh, we'll make our, we got to make our way up next time we're up in the area. For we'll we'll sure. stop in. And he's, like, I'd love to see you guys, and and in a way, it's like you know our our my first and only meeting of Evan. Um, and I, I rewatched the uh, the bad lip reading. That yeah, the bad untapped like, review. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yes. it's not bad lip reading. The bad on review, and it's just. I mean, that one's funny. Like he he is super cut
2: dry, but absolutely hilarious. Yeah.
1: Like he delivered, um, and he delivers, he delivered with his beer and, um, you know, fortunately, um, you know, for his friends and family, his memory is going to live through with bare bones. Um, and yeah, anytime, anytime that someone's lost, um, it's, it's a terrible situation, but especially during the holidays, it's, uh, it's an awful, awful time. So to, sure. to lose someone, so For sure. uh, you know, our thoughts are definitely with Evan's family, friends, um, and the barebone crew. Like you guys
2: um, are awesome.
0: Yeah, and, and his, his puppers. His, I yeah, hope. his puppers. Yeah, Hopefully Winston. His puppers go to yeah.
3: A- yeah, that yeah.
2: picture with Winston. Yeah. Crushed uh, right? me. Yeah. It absolutely crushed That's me. Yeah. Winston sitting at a table with a beer, and that was it. Yeah. Very mm-hmm. sad. Crushed me. Very yeah. sad.
1: So, uh, yeah, I mean, this episode goes out to Evan and his family and, um, yes. And if you guys want to learn more about him, um, I take a we, trip
0: back to our, our I, episode. Yep. And I, them. and
1: I don't know if there's any other podcast, but I encourage you to, you know, look up and find some information yeah. about him. Cause he's, there a, might be more. He's an awesome dude. Yeah. And,
2: uh, yeah. Uh, it's, it's so hard. It's always hard uh, to segue transition from that to segue through this. Sure. So yeah, just, every every time we've done yeah, this, yeah, kind of so. yeah. so it's super hard. We're just gonna
0: go with a mystery it, beer. <laughs> mystery beer, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: All right, so this mystery beer, Ryan. Um, okay, tell me more. Is something that I'm excited for you to try because I think it's gonna really test your Cicerone skills. Cicerone.
0: No. Um,
1: I do. Now this beer in particular, I'm gonna crack, and you keep, really I don't want you to even look at
2: it. Wait, how do how do I do this? Pull out the gaff tape, maybe? No, no, no. <laughs>
1: Just pull the the Santa Claus hat over your eyes. Perfect.
2: Yo, this is this is weird. All right, where is on. my microphone? Here, right there. You're perfect. Did, did you already crack it? Oh, oh.
1: I cracked it all over myself, actually. Oh my God, he did. Yeah. All, right, all right, so I want you to smell Damn. it. Damn.
2: That's still carbonated. It smells really Apparently. good. Yeah. Oh, that's, that smells like a hop farm, baby. Okay. <laughs> Does it really? Does my hands smell like soap, so... All right, good. Cool. cool. All right, Ryan, so tell us what you smell.
1: Hops. Hops. Good. Now, take a sippy poo.
0: And how do you find the taste?
2: Um... It's not as carbonated tasting.
0: Really? Because it looked really carbonated.
2: It looked really carbonated, but it not How do you
0: know? You weren't supposed to look. Your eyes are covered.
2: Well, because he said it. <laughs> he said it looked really carbonated. It doesn't taste carbonated, though.
1: It's pretty good, actually, for...
2: Um, it's definitely like an IPA of sorts. All right, would you hmm. say it's fresh? Mmm...
1: Probably not Alright would you say it's older than a Would you say it's older than two months
2: Yes Would you say it's older than six months uh, Maybe I Do would you say, like it though or Do is I it, like Well I mean this is thing Is if it's as old as I think it is mm-hmm. I think you know what beer it is no, But this is the thing is I don't know if I think <laughs> I but really Either way don't know. If, if
0: it's as old as you think it is Then what do you think
2: I. If it's as old as I think it is I don't, kn- I, I don't want to say that I like it or not because it's, like, it's smoother than I think it should be. Because you um, think it's old. Because I think it's old. Like, it tastes very dull. Yeah, but, yeah, well, it but tastes who cares? Dull. Do you
0: like drinking it or not?
2: Yeah. It's, uh, outside yeah. If we are preconceived notions. What do you think? Right. Well, let me take another sip.
1: You guys have to, I have to paint the picture right now. Ryan has a Santa Claus hat over his eyes and he's drinking a
2: beer.
0: It's amazing. It's, it's beautiful.
2: Um... I would get this at a bar I wouldn't buy a four pack So you'd
1: get
0: it okay. at a bar
2: I would get it at a bar Like I would get a glass of it Yeah um, It's pretty sweet Um, I don't know why But it's like kind of sweet Alright So I'm gonna remove it And then you can
1: remove your blindfold <laughs> My hat your hat, <laughs> fo- your hat fold So this beer oh, it's Yeah. too bad the date's not on it But uh, this is Isn't a- it on the bottom. No it's not It's a firework It's a um.
0: But you know how old oh, yeah, it is. yeah, it is.
1: Where is it?
2: I can't read. That says uh, uh, November 12th, 2018.
0: <laughs> so this beer. <laughs> Damn, it is a year old. So Good spear- call. This
1: beer is 13 months old.
0: <laughs> yep. And honestly, that's not bad for Never. being 13 months old. Yes, I think it is sweeter. Yes. And I think that's probably an, um, an off flavor. Yep. From the age, but yeah. you still get up. a lot of that hot taste and, and, it, it, and in the nose. It wasn't, it's definitely not as carbonated
1: as I think it should. I, right. I think that that was just I opened it like an idiot.
0: Yeah, but Probably. I don't think it was terrible, <laughs> which was surprising. Yeah. Um, that is surprising. So great canny job. Who is it from again? Pipe Pipe Works? Pipe
2: Uh this yeah, Pipe Works, yep.
1: In, in Chicago, Chicago, right? Yeah. Chicago. Right,
0: so guys, not bad for a year old beer.
1: Yeah. Alright. So this week, like we mentioned earlier, we have our friends. Loaded question from Portsmouth, New Hampshire. And this episode was uh we we got this uh, due to the help of Kevin York Communication Program. Whoop,
0: whoop. Yeah, Kevin and Scott. Yeah. Great job, you guys. Thank, thank you. you so
1: much, Boston Beer Hunter. Yeah. Follow him, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was, he's an awesome dude. Uh, and so is Kevin. And yeah. uh, they kind of do what we find out every week, that every brewer is pretty much like, oh, I do so many things.
0: Yeah. And- they have to do the social and the brewing and the cleaning and all this other stuff. Well. Kevin kind of helps to alleviate this yeah. for you. He does. He'll do like a lot of that marketing for you, that he, event stuff.
1: And he has an awesome understanding of the business. Yeah, no, he's so, a really
0: great dude. Um,
1: yeah. So then beautiful. we weren't, we weren't paid to. No, no, no. Act. We're just
0: so. shout out because he helped us get this interview. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. And shout out just because yeah. legit dudes and legit. we appreciate what they do. Yeah. Um, just, so I love this episode because loaded question. If you walk in and we, if you, I, I just
0: want to preface it's a cool space. Yeah. you walk in, it's you it, don't really know where you are. It looks like saw, and then it's like a really long hallway. Yeah, which if you didn't see their massive bomb logo on the side of the wall, you wouldn't necessarily know where you were. Yeah,
1: you would think uh, that, you would think that like Jigsaw or Michael. Myers and then you open this out. like
0: closed door, and you are like, and then, is this a brewery? And then Am you, I in the right place?
1: And then it opens up, and it's. A gorgeous place.
0: Yeah, I know it's really nice. It's very cozy, um, welcoming. Just a nice small little local watering hole. It's lovely. Lovely.
1: And you know what's nice about that area is
2: there's a couple other breweries in that area.
1: Yeah,
0: it's a happening place now. You could really make a uh trip out of it, which is pretty cool.
2: Portsmouth is one of my favorite places to go (gasps) to.
0: Wow.
1: I love Santa
0: Santa 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 Claus to Portsmouth first. Sound guy, Santa.
1: Sound guy, Santa Santa Claus. Loves Portsmouth. Sound goes, wow. Santa Plus.
2: cool just okay <laughs> <laughs> all right well so, um i i guess uh this is pretty much yes yeah, this is our goodbye right? is this
1: our goodbye for 2019 uh, is this our season finale this may be. It, be it might be it might be well you guys you'll just have to stay tuned to find out to the end of the episode
0: till the very end all
1: right cool so before <laughs> we go to that episode uh here's a word from our sponsors take it away sound guy Cheers. Cheers. cheers
0: this week's episode would not be possible without our amazing sponsor shirts on tap
2: each month they team up with breweries from across the country and create a custom shirt and deliver it to your doorstep along with stickers and coupons sign up today using the promo code brewroots for $5 off your first
1: box
0: head on over to shirtsontap.com today and remember drink better beer wear better shirts
2: You looking to get into a new hobby? Oh, yeah. Sure thing. Well, Erica, where can we do that?
0: We go down to Beer and Wine Hobby. Ooh. Ooh. And what can we get there? Everything you need to start your homebrew journey.
1: And we'll help you along that journey by using our promo code, Roots to get 10% off your next order.
0: Visit beer-wine.com to start your homebrew journey today.
1: Erica, we should first of all just say this is our first interview. We're missing interview. Ryan, though. We are. And we pour some out for him. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. (laughs) Moment of silence for a sound guy here.
1: Uh, He's not dead. He's (laughs) He's just. He's
0: not, but he feels dead because he just hasn't been around. He's
1: actually probably in very close proximity to us. He's in New Hampshire. Somewhere. Not too far from here. No? No. Okay. Um, Doing his sound guy things. Yes. Um, But by the sound of the background, you must know that we're at Loaded Question. We're
0: actually at a brewery. Yeah, and we're at Loaded Question.
1: Woohoo. I've been very excited to come up here because I'm. I'm a fan of the Portsmouth beer scene, you know, Liars Band, Earth Eagle, to you because you've been on the list for a while. So I'm glad to
3: finally get in touch with you guys. Yeah, glad to hear it. We uh, do have the good beer scene here. We like to joke we're a small drinking town with a tourist problem. (laughs) That's
1: great. (laughs) It is. It is. And I think um, I think the beer uh, in this area is kind of speaking for volumes. uh, What five breweries in this area, and uh, kind of making a name for himself. So it's it's pretty cool. Yep. Um, so, like I said, we start every episode with um, your name, your role here at Loaded Question, and your first memory of beer.
3: Ooh. So, I'm uh, Tom Bath. I'm the brewer and one of the co-owners of Loaded Question. Um, first memory of beer. I'm old enough that I'm not sure I can remember back that far. <laughs> <laughs> I'm substantially older than you two, but... Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah. I might be twice your age. Darn (laughs) Uh, So what is the beer that you first had? (laughs) I definitely remember my dad drinking, like, Michelob, which those were the fancy beers back in the day. where Bottle beer was good stuff and canned stuff was the crap. Yep. Uh, That is clearly no longer (laughs) the case. Not
0: the case, no. Um,
3: In college, I remember drinking a lot of Genesee. I went to Syracuse, so... uh, Oh yeah. The cream Definitely. ale. Uh the cream ale wasn't as popular then, uh, oddly enough. Hmm. So all right. it might have been more expensive and that's why it was. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. uh, so are you local to New
1: Hampshire or you mentioned Syracuse and then up uh, there so you mentioned Seattle, so yeah, you're my, pretty worldly, so
3: yeah. My dad was in the Navy so I moved all over growing all right. up I went to first grade in four states, so my uh
0: my nice. childhood was a bit of a whirlwind.
3: Uh, I went to high school in Maine, uh I went to Syracuse, ended up in Seattle, uh, where I was for 23 years. Moved out there in the early 90s. Um, There were already a bunch of craft breweries, and that's kind of where I started getting into craft beer. Very cool. Were you just
1: chasing grunge, too?
3: Uh, (laughs) I do have strong, fond memories of the grunge era. (laughs) Yes, yes.
1: Um, So I'm guessing you didn't tell your parents um, in a million states that you grew up that you wanted to (laughs) open a brewery. Where did you kind of formulate that plan, or what was the original plan?
3: Um, So the the plan was not to open a brewery. I mean, I'd always thought about it. I have an engineering degree um, in Seattle. I was a product designer at REI, so a big outdoor company designed sleeping bags, tents, uh, things like that. Um, Moved out here for another job that ended up being a nightmare. (laughs) Um, uh, But I had started brewing beer out in Seattle in like 1995. Um, Just kept doing it because I liked it. I had often thought about opening a brewery, but I was making outdoor toys, so it's kind of tough to leave one cool job for another one. True. Um, But the job I moved out here for was, uh, I think we could easily categorize it as a nightmare. Okay. So (laughs) uh, I had just bought a house. Uh, My wife and I had just had a baby. And uh, I was like, what am I going to do? (laughs) And my wife suggested that I open a brewery. At which point I told her that that was a terrible She's idea, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and proceeded to do so anyway. So awesome, um, awesome! It was like I said, a lifelong dream, but didn't really have the cause or the impetus to do it. Uh, and circumstances changed, and here I am.
0: Very cool, very cool. So you've been homering for how? Or you were homering for how long before you did this? Yeah, I
3: started in '95, so 24 years. Wow, it's yeah. awesome.
1: Did uh, who gave you the first? Who gave you the bug? How'd you get it? Like.
3: Uh, So, like I said, when I moved out there to Seattle, uh, there were already quite a few breweries out there. Craft beer scene kind of exploded there in the 90s. For sure. Um, uh, When I moved out there, I was drinking like Killian's Red and Sam Adams on the East Coast, because that's what we had Mm -hmm. at the time. And then I was just, what is all this, and just started getting into it. Then I had a friend uh, that went over to his house, and he was brewing beer that day, and I was like, "You, you can brew beer? And I was just blown away, and so I went out and bought a kit the next day, and uh, and the rest is history. So, yeah.
0: Very cool.
1: Do you remember what your first homebrew was?
3: Yes, it was, I think everybody's first homebrew at that point was an amber. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. Yep. The classic yeah. gateway beer.
0: Definitely. Yeah. So, that or like, a, let's see, a lawnmower beer or something, real light. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
3: Those are harder to brew, which is why the amber is kind of the. You know, nobody notices the diacetyl in an amber. So. True, true. Yeah. Very good points, <laughs> yes. I'm sure my first beer was free of diacetyl. Yeah, definitely. Not a chance. No. <laughs> um,
1: when did brewing, did brewing become more of a, a necessity rather than a hobby? Or because, I mean, you said you hated the job that you were at
3: and you said. It it did out here for sure. You know, out, out there it was always a hobby. um like I said i brewed for years i had a used to have a christmas party every year because i would make too much beer <laughs> wouldn't know what to do so yep. we would go through about 30 gallons of beer at my christmas party which gives you some indication of <laughs> how rowdy That's it awesome. made. That's awesome. <laughs> it <laughs> as like it turns out the outdoor industry is very similar to the beer industry yeah yep. uh, it's all about culture and having fun so yeah for uh, sure. it was a easy tr- transition but uh yeah moving out here it was as you suggested because of the job kind of a necessity I, wasn't sure what else to do. Uh, wasn't in a position where I could move, and I'd always wanted to do it. And so it was like, well, this is uh, fate as much as it could. I'm not sure I believe in fate, but yeah. uh, you know this may get me uh, make me a little more of a believer.
0: <laughs> now, how long have you guys been open for officially? Or? a year
3: and two months now. Okay. so yep, okay.
0: very cool. And uh, is this the system you started on, or is all this Reason, this or?
3: is the system we started on. We started with a awesome. three-barrel system. Okay. Uh, we've since added uh, two seven-barrel fermenters, so yep. I can double batch yep. some of the more popular beers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nice small little pilot no, system, which no, I love because I like Pretty variety cool. and I don't want to have to make a, a ton of the same beer all the yeah, time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No. Definitely. Definitely. Was it a major change going from home brewing to this? Like, were there a lot of hiccups for you in the beginning, or
3: uh, it was? relatively smooth as far as brewing beer. The the hard part about opening a a brewery and making that transition, I I don't mean to diminish the brewing, (laughs) but it's all the other things that you don't think about. Yeah, we've heard. You know, we got a call from the state one day, bring, who is this? Sure enough, it's like some tax that we're not paying, that we were supposed to be (laughs) paying. (laughs) And I was like, oh, (laughs) how, how can I... How can I make this okay? It ended up working out fine. Uh, They weren't mad or anything. But uh, yeah, there's. Oh, yeah. It's one of the best stories I think we've heard is someone
1: said, We needed a POS system. And we did not know we needed a POS (laughs) system until a couple days before we opened. (laughs) So it's like, it's just one of the things you don't think about.
3: So the one beer uh, screw up I will admit to, uh, the beer you're drinking is uh, the Malbec. Uh, aged version of our orange peel incident. Okay. It is called orange peel incident because there was indeed an orange peel incident. So I, I put a little <laughs> bit of bitter dry orange peel in <laughs> yeah. uh, right at the end of the boil. And as a home brewer, uh, you know, the s- discharge from the brew kettle is on the side. And I didn't yep. bother putting it in a bag as a home brewer because I could kind of watch it. It kind of floated. never yep. clogged up. Yep. I threw a pound of it in this kettle at the end of the boil and instantly was like,
0: <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> that was a mistake. <laughs> uh,
3: so the heat exchanger got a little clogged up with yep. orange peels. Yep. Uh, we, I thought about lying about it. Yep. And then I was like, you know what? Let's just Let's name fun, the beer after. Right? <laughs> so, That's awesome. Um, what year frame are
1: we talking about? Uh, loaded question. Becoming a actual concept.
3: Shortly after moving out here, which was uh, five years ago now, almost uh, five years in a week or two now, um, um, one of the guys who's my business partner I met, uh, shocking, at a brewery in town. <laughs> and uh, he was really into beer and kind of had a financial background. Yeah. And uh, he tried my beer and uh, he, he admitted to me later, he's like, "Huh, oh, this might be an opportunity. <laughs> you, know, uh, he, you know, he liked my beer. Uh, and when he told me that, I was a little skeptical. I think I make pretty good beer beer. Uh, uh, well, you, got, but I, you I went always through 30 try gallons, yeah. Again, people <laughs> like free beer. Yes, yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and it's hard to tell somebody
1: your homebrew sucks. Like, it really is, like, a hard thing yeah. to do. But yeah. the
3: reality is most, not most, a lot of homebrew sucks. Uh, th- that being said, some of the best beer I've ever had has been homebrew. There's some amazing homebrewers yeah, out there. for sure. Um, but, you know, to think, to have the audacity to think that you can make the jump, I was a little skeptical because I... Yeah. You know, yeah, I have an engineering an degree. That's I was scary. yeah. You had no, <laughs> I knew enough to know that there was a lot I didn't know. So you, there's no professional brewing nope. his background. Never at all. made more than a five gallon batch for opening this. So. That's awesome. awesome. That's yeah. quite an
0: accomplishment. It <laughs> is.
1: Uh, I always I'm always curious about the space. Uh, we were fortunate to, to come in with you, um, and it's it's like a dark hallway. Um, how did you find a find this place and then say, well, "This is my home. This is <laughs> yeah, like."
3: So we were working with a real estate agent, but yeah. I was like scouring Craigslist and things, and I saw it listed there. And uh, I asked our agent about it, and he was like, "You don't want that space."
0: <laughs> no, but I think uh, I
3: really do. He, he, yeah, we really do, but we didn't know who the landlord Lord is. So. <laughs>
1: do you um, do you know today?
3: <laughs> unfortunately, we <Yeah>. do. <laughs> um, but you know, uh, anytime you're opening a business, doing things like taking a big risk like this, you got to pick what your poison is. And we thought location was the most important thing. And while our location is at the end of a long, very creepy hallway, uh, which does make for a really good (laughs) Halloween party. Yeah, I was going to say,
1: the Halloween scene must be awesome right here. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. we
3: had like a light shining down the hall with all the other lights off, and a smoke machine, so you could just see people's silhouette coming down the (laughs) hall. Oh, that's awesome.
0: Stay tuned. Come back for Halloween. Uh,
1: Because... you certainly if you I, I i said to erica i go holy shit they really made this place really nice because i mean going down the hallway you go the hallway, you don't know what you to don't expect, know what to expect right, expect, right? you yeah. see all these like sliding doors it looks like you know the hills have i don't know like one of those horror movies <laughs> something
0: yeah yeah, yeah. please come I'm to the it.
1: brewery do not no, no. don't let the description <laughs> of the hallway
3: turn you away. they way.
0: painted it it looks it looks nice yeah it's cool
3: the brewery <laughs> looks beautiful we know if people walk through the Doors. It's because they really want beer. beer. Right. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh, was, Trust your gut, guys. Just was was keep going. <laughs> Portsmouth and port, so be here. Uh, we were open to going outside of Portsmouth, um, but the reality is, we thought it was the right culture, the right community, uh, and our target customer. Early on, we were kind of going through business plans. We wanted to get like beer tourists and. Uh, locals, Um, and kind of not have the regular tourist, uh, you know, which kind of changes the culture a little bit. Yeah. Um, uh, And I think given our our creepy location, (laughs) you know, the drunk teenies running around uh, downtown Portsmouth at 3 a.m. are not likely (laughs) likely to find this (laughs) place. That seems to be um, a common
1: theme. I mean, some of the surrounding breweries said the same, that they they want this to be the local place to
3: come to. Yeah. Which you is yeah, cool.
0: definitely a destination now though too. You have like two other breweries around here, so
3: directly you know, yeah, cool. Yeah. 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 yeah, five breweries within what mile and a half, and yeah. Yeah. three like right, right around, around this last one block. One. Right, so. yeah.
1: Yeah. right. Um, talk about like some of the growing pains you guys had. So it's a business partner and yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you obviously have other staff here now, um, but it just started as the two of you. Yep. Um, what were some things like that you wish you knew? five years ago that you know now
3: it's it's funny to say this because uh you would think somebody who opened a brewery who had never brewed professionally uh wouldn't would be a big risk taker (laughs) but i but i am not a risk taker at least not when it comes to like financial things i'm kind of careful about certain types of things and uh um i think i we pretty quickly realized that we needed to be more aggressive sooner uh uh, with we like opening
0: or marketing or?
3: Just things in general. Like, for example, we were only open on Friday and okay. Saturday at first. Okay. Um, yeah. And it was only that way for like two weeks, maybe, <laughs> maybe a month. Learn um, but we're book. like, we don't know how fast we're going to go through beer. We had yeah. no idea yeah. what was going on, so. You do these projections uh, and you have. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the reality is, it took us probably six months to a year. I still get people occasionally like, you guys are only open on Friday and Saturday, right? Like, <laughs> no. that's We've changed
0: <laughs> that by now, yeah. you guys.
3: <laughs> oh uh, so uh, things like that, uh, yeah. definitely. Um, yeah, the, the reality is uh, business is a risk. And if you're not willing to take a risk, um, then you're probably going <laughs> to sc- struggle. Yeah, for sure.
0: So,
1: The name loaded question, where does it come from? I was gonna sorry, do you wanna ask (laughs) it? Strike. Erica, please ask.
0: Oh, thank you. (laughs) Going back to the beginning here, where did the name come from?
3: That's such a good question, thanks, Eric. Now, where did you thanks. get that from? I, no idea. <laughs> you know, and you are the first person to ask. Really? That. Blows no, my mind. Yeah, yeah. That <laughs> seems like a loaded question. I pretty quickly heard that, that I came to terms with the fact that I'm going to hear that joke yeah. a lot. Yeah. The rest yeah. of my good.
0: Life. I'm glad you have. <laughs> um,
3: yeah, you, people can, like, you can get mad about it, but why? Just, what, just what's get the over? point? Just right, right. Um, <laughs> uh, so there's kind of two sides to it. One, uh, because I've been brewing for a long time, people always, they ask me what my favorite beer is as though like though the fact that i like a beer means they should like it and my, my answer is you know the best beer is the one you're drinking right now the worst one's the empty one and if somebody doesn't like the beer you're drinking screw them
0: yeah well like,
3: said well said there's yeah. a lot of beers that i liked years ago that i bet if i tried now i would think are terrible
0: Don't want but any that to was part right of now. my <laughs> yeah.
3: i mean natty i, I mean right, admitting right. Like i was 18 once you know yeah. i wouldn't touch um, it but it's part of the process you know it's part of Growing and learning about beer, and you know to say there's one single best beer, my favorite changes with the time of year, the season, the weather, you know, and there's always new ingredients and things coming out like beer is evolving, uh, yeah. and so to, to be static in a changing world seems kind of uh, <laughs> like not a good direction to take, so the second half of it is uh, if you get a bunch of brewers together. Uh, when we get a little bit loaded we start asking questions about like well what do we do if we have this yeast strain mixed with this yeast strain in a four to one ratio in this beer would would that flavor come through and so you just uh, the loaded questions are an endless list of experiments that you kind of come up with while you're a little loaded so that's
1: a good explanation it is i would say 60 percent of the time we get uh oh it was available i'm (laughs) sure that was part of it Uh, but did you guys have a plan b name if that wasn't the identity you guys wanted or
3: uh no well i will tell you this was my second choice oh, uh, well it's number pretty one. good then. M- my <laughs> first one uh and uh, once i tell the second half of it it'll become clear why we did not choose it uh was minority brewing as in it's okay. not for the masses yeah you know um my business partner uh is chinese and my wife is korean okay <laughs> and my business partner was like no way are we, are we it's like I'm gonna get so many stupid questions yeah. it's like yeah, yeah that's, more than you that's already that's a good do. point yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's yeah. probably yeah
1: if you guys want to name your brewery minority it might be available so <laughs> get, uh. awesome uh, so the space we've established the space the name um, you guys got the green light what a year and a half ago you said yep so uh, what was that feeling like finally being like where well, you can do it pull, you know
3: uh, the entire process is a series of uh kind of wins where you feel great about something, whether it's getting the building permit, you know the equipment shows up, you finally brewed the first time the day you can open um, and then discovering the next the next thing that you need to figure out um but I mean certainly the day we opened was. You know, it was packed in here, Uh Dane uh, over at Liar's Bench, yeah. the head brewer there. Um, one day when I was kind of stressed out, told me, he's like, dude, someday you're going to be sitting behind the bar. You're going to be watching all the people around and it's just going to feel good. Uh, and I did remember those words as I was sitting there that day. Like, you know, there's plenty more obstacles to come, but sometimes you got to, you know.
0: Sit back and yeah. enjoy it.
3: Just chug a beer and yeah, let it go. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Uh,
3: it seems like you guys are. Pretty close
1: with the surrounding breweries around here. Uh, uh, any collaboration plans or have you guys Ooh. done any
3: collaborations? Uh, I have done a collaboration with uh, Woodland Farms over in uh, Kittery. Cool. Yeah. Um, and I got one planned with the guys over at Earth Eagle. We're going to make a Munich Hellas together. Ooh. So, uh, see, Erica? Hellas. We've heard Hells. We've heard Hellas. What's the correct word? I think it's, it's
0: Hellas. But, you <laughs> yeah. We've heard I don't even know. A number of yeah. ones. Yeah. Um, so, um, what was I? Oh yeah, flagship beers. Do you have them? What is your opinion on them?
3: I, I, we kind of have a couple by default, but Just we, you're we didn't. Them all the time. We didn't. Yeah. Uh, so that the orange peel incident is one. It's the only beer we've had on tap the whole time. Okay. Um, it's phenomenal. I consider. I was going to tell you a, that. Yeah. It's thing. awesome. Um, I, I jokingly call it a gateway beer. So. Um, <laughs> And I don't mean that in nece- it sounds like a negative thing. Yeah. Um, uh, the, the best example I could uh, give is Allagash White. So that beer is, is, yeah. one is not a wit beer. Yeah. But sometimes brewers or beer snobs can kind of crap on Allagash White. And I'm like, you know, it's no way, a phenomenal beer. a great uh, beer. Yeah. Like, it may not be the style of beer yeah. that gets you excited, but, but it's like a well-done beer. like I said, it's a well good gateway beer. beer. You start with um, that, you
0: go from there.
3: Uh, and I don't drink it often, but every yeah. once in a while I'll have one. I'm like, wow. Oh. This is a really well done beer. Um, And so I wanted to have something on tap that was kind of a gateway beer that didn't feel like I was selling out. Like if you make the raspberry wheat beer, that's going to be popular among a certain crowd. But it just feels like you're not being quite true to beer. And that line for everybody is a little bit different. Um, But for me, that just did not feel like somewhere I wanted to go
1: funny, though, when we came in here, you said you, oftentimes people go, oh, what do you want to drink? And the first thing the brewers will list off is their hazy boys. And you listed off your milds, the Malbec-aged one. Uh, yeah. And you said, oh, yeah, we have some IPAs. Um, are the IPAs selling here? Or oh, you- yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we have
3: eight. I just want to make sure we're not in this like, vortex no. of
1: like, weirdness here. Like-
3: uh, eight beers on tap. Yep. Uh, three of them are hoppy at any time. Okay. Uh, both my business partner and I probably drink IPAs more than anything else. Okay. But if you ask me what my favorite style is, I don't know that I would say IPA. It's a nice, versatile style. It um, works well in a lot of situations. It's such an elastic. Everything's for called sure. an IPA yeah, anymore. Sure. Um, and we'd make some hazy ones. We make clear ones. I'm a big believer that you don't have to a choose between one or the other. Yeah. Blasphemy. You can like both hazy what? and clear IPAs. <laughs> don't tell That's our, true. Don't tell our what? hazy bro listeners. <laughs> <laughs>
1: sorry, guys and girls out there. Um, Hazy IPAs, a lot of times, are IPAs in general, the beers that, I hate to say it, um, and we've heard it just from other interviews that we've done, beers that keep the doors open and allow you to brew, you know, your Pilsners, your Miles, whatever you want to do. Same boat for you guys? Or what's selling is the, you said the yeah mo- almost Most
3: nights, the IPAs are our top sellers almost every day. But so I, I do, uh, so I'll take a step back. I've now brewed 92 batches of beer, and I've made 53 or 54 different beers. So our tap list changes all the time, which is why when you mention the flagship, it's tough to yeah. say what... Yeah, it's a loaded question. ...what, <laughs> what our flagship <laughs> yeah. beer is. Uh, and so we've had lots of hazy ones, lots of clear ones, things kind of in the middle. Hmm. Uh, um, but we the IPAs do uh, pay the bills. Um, i'm glad i like ipas i i feel sorry for those brewers that hate ipas oh God, right no. and open a brewery <laughs> like we're just gonna make german pilsners and I'm good like, luck oh. yeah yeah uh, now there are some breweries that yeah, manage oh yeah. to do it for but sure. they're few and far for between sure. in yes. many cases they end up having and they
1: have to do it ex- exquisite,
3: exquisitely yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah yeah that's a hard hard business plan so i'm i'm fortunate that that wasn't I like all of the beers. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite style? All of them. I like all <laughs> of the beers.
0: <laughs> so kind of going along that line, do you have a favorite beer to brew of yours?
3: Um, probably one that has not been on tap here yet, uh, but I have brewed it. Uh, I have a Flanders Red aging Ooh, in the back in a Cabernet okay. Sauvignon barrel. Nice. Um, that sounds amazing. I put some cherries in there yeah. as well. So, uh, I also have a Belgian Delish. Golden uh, Strong Ale. Uh, aging in the second run of this Malbec run uh, nice. on some So, Awesome. So
1: I'm guessing that uh, all your recipes are deviations of your homebrew recipes or this stuff as you've been going?
3: Um, in, to say it's a deviation is probably, uh, this is probably semantics, but I don't feel like it's a deviation. I, I feel like I've been, some many of the recipes, I don't go to an old one and tweak it. I've just made enough of, at least with styles that I know really well. You know, if it's a style I don't know well, I'll go back to an old recipe that I've only brewed, you know, if I've only made it 10 times over the years. Go back to the old recipe, think about what I liked and didn't like, try and tweak it. Um, If it's a style I'm very familiar with, I don't, I'll just kind of come up with a concept of, you know, I really want a beer for a really hot day that's really drinkable, dry, maybe a little fruity, you know, kind of think about what the perfect beer for that day or whatever that weather is like um, in that style, and then kind of come up with it that way. So kind of come up with a goal before coming up with the recipe.
1: In that same vein, is, where do you draw inspiration for your recipes? Is it food driven, what you're feeling,
3: temperature? <laughs> um, it can, can be food driven. So I, lo- I love to cook. When people ask me about um, brewing and, you know, how to learn to brew, I often suggest that they learn to cook. It's uh, similar, yeah. It, you know, I it like to say it, brewing's the science of baking with the art of cooking. And cooking teaches you about flavors and what flavors work together and yeah. don't. And so kind of finding, you know, learning about flavors uh, uh, helps because you can't just have the science and you can't just have the flavors. You need a little bit of both. That's a good way to put it.
0: For sure. All
3: right. So
1: we've we've been open year and a half. Business is doing great. We're here on, what, a Monday night, and it's packed here. So you guys are doing, obviously, something right. Um, I want to get to know how you feel about like certain trends. We kind of talked about IPAs. Big fan of all styles. But we see some pretty wacky ones out there. Uh, people talking about glitter, milkshake. Uh, Desserts. Desserts. <laughs> um, and I think we're seeing a big surge of pilsners and lagers crispy boys out there which i'm a big fan of so
0: (laughs) um
3: what's next in craft beer
1: or is Uh, it going to stay with
3: ipas for a couple more years so forever (laughs) i think ipas are here to stay and i think that for a couple reasons one the ipa that people are drinking now is nothing like the ipa that we're even drinking five years ago oh yeah but it's been the most it's been 50 percent of the craft beer market for like 20 years you know people sometimes say oh it's the latest craze i'm like no the hazy version of an IPA it's, is the yeah. latest craze, but <laughs> IPAs have been a craze for a while. I think hops are versatile. There's more hop varietals coming out. Uh, there's still stuff to be discovered. Um, what's next? Uh, I think people don't know what's going to be next. People uh, I think to case- if you knew what it was going to be, everybody would be yeah, brewing it. People um, trying to
1: catch lightning in a bottle. Yeah.
3: After the hazy IPAs hit, everybody was like, oh, now I know that's what the next... Big thing is, but there's so much innovation out there. I think uh, you know yeast, all the the quick yeast strains that are out there. Um, I've done a few experiments. We have a little thing we call uh, Project Croizon. So I took uh, one of our beers, pulled off 15 gallons, fermented it with three different uh, yeast strains, and then we had it on tap one night so people could have them side by side. Oh, that's cool. Uh, so we do that once a month. It's nice. kind of a fun yeast experiment for me. Awesome. Yeah,
0: no, definitely. It's cool that um, the people can kind of cool be that part you're of
3: giving that. your Patrons that education right, too, right? Yeah, I I kind of think of it as a pass. Like nobody wants to be preached at and told this is how you brew beer and <laughs> yeah. But if you taste it, it's you kind of internalize it in yeah. a way, and it makes a more Experiment passionate beer customer. Yep. Yeah, um, it's a fun way of doing it. And for me, pulling off five gallons and I got a little pilot system over here that I can use uh, is a nice way that lets me do some experiments. Hmm. Um, I have, you know, I've got five fermenters now, but. It sounds like a lot, um, but I only have so many taps, and you can only brew yeah. so often. For sure. So sure. pulling off a little bit, pitching yeast in it is a fun way to experiment and kind of give something fun for you know the tap room.
1: Yeah.
0: So talking about that, you only have eight beers on tap. Do you have visions of having more taps or growing? Like, what's kind of your thought?
3: Uh, yes, we, we're definitely trying to figure out what the next step is. We're putting a yeah. little patio. Uh, it's taken forever awesome. to get through the city. Uh, yeah, and that happens. <laughs> a bunch of other things. Um, and then, uh, so the space next door where the carpenters are that we walked by on the way in.
0: Yeah.
3: Um, we kind of have our eye on that. He's outgrowing that space. And would like to take that over. Nice.
0: We'll cross our fingers for you. Yeah, kind
3: of, <laughs> kind of have the idea of putting in like a bunch of old school video games on the other side of the wall, having a little door cool. going through, and
0: yeah, uh, take a beer with you or whatever. Yeah,
3: and maybe a second bar over on that side. We haven't figured out. I'd Like to do a barrel room right now. I have barrels over here, which makes me a little, yeah, nervous, a little nervous all the time. <laughs> but, uh, you don't want yeah. definitely. I definitely mop with bleach every day and like, good,
0: good. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, We talked about it a little bit, actually, before. Um, Everyone's favorite app, Untapped. What is your opinion on Untapped?
3: Uh, Well, I think we can summarize my opinion uh, with uh, the anecdote I tell people all the time, that uh, Cezanne DuPont, which is a world-class Cezanne style-defining, is a 3.7 on Untapped. Uh, I guess because it's not a Russian Imperial stout or a hazy (laughs) IPA, it's not worthy of a higher... um, And I say that as somebody who loves Russian Imperial Stouts and hazy IPAs. Um, yep. It's funny that actually the British Mild that you're drinking—that's—I knew that this was a good beer because yeah. it got like a 3.5 or six <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> on untapped, which isn't that great to score. But I was when I brewed that, I was like, oh great! I made a smoked beer and a British Mild. Yep. I've just combined two things that nobody likes. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: no, it's and great yet, though. I'm uh, really it's enjoying It's become it.
3: a, a really good seller yeah, for us, good. and like it great. has a, thats a, awesome. People, when it went off, people are like, when are you going to brew that again? I was yeah. like, really? <laughs> oh, okay. okay. cool.
0: <laughs> Love hearing that.
3: Are there any
1: nuggets of, of value in untapped ever for you?
3: Uh, I think it is... So I don't ever look at it, but some of my staff looks at it and kind of gives me a synopsis of it. I think it's not good to look at it because... Especially as the brewer, you can get too emotionally attached, kind and you like have you have Facebook. one yeah you have that one <laughs> response that's like you know one star I hate this style and you're like you know and why did just, you get it yeah, yeah, yeah. so <laughs> so you have to kind of let that go uh, I think loosely kind of from a macro perspective it can be an indication of if you're doing okay or not outside of that I don't think you can read too much into it yeah you know if you're making New England IPAs. And they're getting scores of three in the three low threes, you're probably doing something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, Erica, do you got anything
0: for Tom? Uh, well, um, I guess do you distribute at all, or do you have plans to distribute? Or are you in any like local restaurants? We I actually don't know too much about the New Hampshire rules, but
3: uh, we can self-distribute. Okay. Uh, yep. yeah, we're well below the. Uh, Several thousand threshold. <laughs> yep, barrel yep. threshold. Um, yeah, so every Friday I don't brew because I deliver the kegs. Cool. Okay. Uh, which yep. is kind of funny. People are like, oh, you're the delivery guy. I'm like, yep.
0: And the brewer. Uh, also the brewer, and and the, the janitor, and the cook.
3: Yeah, <laughs> um, yep. yeah but we deliver to we get about 20 accounts in the area, mostly oh, Portsmouth. Awesome. Yep. Um, the reality is as more and more breweries open, uh, shelf space is getting really tough to come by. Yeah. And so I, I look at distribution as advertising not Mm -hmm. a source of revenue uh just get our name out there and i'd rather drive the traffic here Um, yeah you know i think most people in the beer industry kind of look at the number of breweries opening and we feel like there's going to be some sort of a shakeout whether it's i think most people think it's going to be the some of the big guys get smaller um but
0: one will only hope
3: (laughs) and but but the question is what is big like you know, it's not just ABM Bev, you know, Smutty Nose you know, struggled, the reason, you know, Sam Adams and uh, Dogfish. Dogfish had merged, probably had something to do with that. Oh yeah. yes. Um, but what's kind of the lower end of that? I'm pretty sure at, at the three barrel system, I'm well below it, um, but I think there's probably a size, you know, below which you're safe and above which uh, it could be sketchy, particularly if you're relying on distribution. Yeah.
0: So, you are canning a beer, I see. Mm-hmm. Um, so, do you, do you growler fills to go as well, just cans to go? What are uh, your thoughts on that?
3: We, cans to go, and we do have growlers still. Yeah. I don't, yeah. you know, uh, especially when you're brewing the variety that I'm brewing, um, getting artwork made up for everything just doesn't make sense. Right. It's a lot of money yeah. to spend on graphic design. Definitely. Um, I have thought about getting one kind of generic label,
0: mm-hmm.
3: um, so I can write different things on it, but... Yeah. Uh, uh,
0: so, do you can all the beer then, or is it just select ones? That just you...
3: select beers. Yeah, the, yeah. the reality is, uh, most of the canning companies want quite a beer, bit of beer before they even come. For sure. And so, yeah. if I uh, uh, if I do it too often, um, I don't have any beer for the tap room. Right. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. that just doesn't make sense. So it's a balance.
1: So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Makes
1: sense. So Tom, I want to get to know you a little bit better.
3: Um, what's in your fridge at home? What are you drinking? What is in my fridge at home? Uh, So uh, we're having a bottle share tonight, uh, and I brought a a sour from Cascade. Cool. Honestly, I don't remember which one it is, and I have like four Cascade bottles, and I just (laughs) grabbed one of them (laughs) because I was in a rush. That's fine. Um, (laughs) uh, What else do I have in there right now? Uh, Actually, I had some Allagash White recently, which is why I was thinking about that beer earlier. I made a paella... uh, a couple, about a week ago, and I was like, what beer would go well with this? And Perfect so, beer. Uh, that was in there. Uh, uh, I often have, speaking of some of the bigger ones, at this time of year, I have some all-day IPA. Oh, it really? is just a great, easy, I you know, sometimes I'm a little conflicted about it, but, you know, for <laughs> $15 or whatever it is for the 15-pack, it's like, yep. that's really hard to beat. <laughs> Truth is. So, yeah.
0: Okay, so then along those lines, what is your guilty pleasure beer?
3: Ooh, that's a good question. An all-day IPA can't be that <laughs> answer. <laughs> no, no, that can't be that okay. answer. <laughs> hmm. Guilty pleasure. It's kind of it's like, what direction do I want to take it in? Is it something like, is it, is it so full-bodied and high in alcohol that I feel like I shouldn't be drinking it? Or is it something like that I don't want my brewer friends to see me drinking? Like I do I have Coors no. light hidden in the back and I'm like, mm, they can't see me do this.
0: Definitely something you don't want your to As someone who
3: shared a
1: Corona light with Chris Loring from Notch. Yes. You can show. you can tell <laughs> anything, I feel <laughs>
3: like. It's a tough question. Hmm, guilty pleasure. So if, if I was gonna like drink one of those, like those for bl- lack of a better term, <laughs> crappy big beers. Yeah. And I had to choose one. Probably a Corona just because their advertising is amazing. <laughs> I I've always watch those commercials. I'm like, I really want to drink that. <laughs> and that clear just, bottle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know yeah. that's a terrible bottle for it. I know the beer's not that great, but it's hard to watch those commercials. Like, especially They're in January, you're it. like, yeah, you're,
1: right. oh, it's a beach. This looks great. <laughs> Can I get those? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I I do want to talk, Uh, I actually don't know if I've ever asked this question, but you seem to be very knowledgeable of food. Um, What's the perfect beer and food pairing? Like in your ideal situation, last meal and beer, what would it be?
3: Hmm. That's a good one. I know. You're welcome. (laughs) So if it's a last meal, it needs to be something like heavy and fattening because it's like you know,
0: it's your last meal. It's man. your last meal. Yeah. If I, yeah. Yeah.
3: So I, I, I've actually done this before, but that smoked mild that you're yeah. drinking? Bratwurst and onions. Ooh. Ooh. That like saute sound like good the combo. bratwurst and onions. In, first you caramelize the onions, and then you put a little beer in there, kind of let it reduce, you know, pull all the little hard thingies yep. off the bottom, yep. you know, deglaze it, and uh, yes, boil a bratwurst in it. Get on a nice bun. That is... a really good combination what? is the bun Does toasted with butter it's definitely toasted you gotta you got toast the to bun it, otherwise right? you don't get the crunch you get exactly. soggy yeah. yeah
1: yeah yeah that's well done so well put that's cool yeah that's cool um i guess the most important question is where are we located and where are you located on the interweb so we can have people come in and find uh,
3: out more we are located in uh the what's called the west end of portsmouth which is uh Portsmouth is not big enough to have a West End, but uh,
0: <laughs> but if it did, but that's what the locals like to call
3: it. Um, yeah, it's kind of becoming the brewing district because yeah. uh, Liar's Bench and Great Rhythm are right around the corner. We're at uh, 909 Islington, kind of behind a weird gas station that only takes cash, so they're probably laundering money or who knows what's going on over there. <laughs> it's cool, it's cool. Uh, and uh, dot com is the website, and uh, social think, media, social media. We've, yeah, uh, Yes, on Facebook and uh, let's see our hashtag or is like at Loaded Brewing uh, uh, Co. Cool, yep. cool,
0: awesome.
1: So you guys definitely make sure that you make your way down here uh, because the beer is phenomenal. Um, it's a really cool space. Like, don't yeah. be intimidated don't, by the the, yeah. the, the, the yeah. walk the walk down. Yeah, you can
3: always tell first timers because yeah. they'll you know they open the door and they and have like... this little moment where like, oh, it's actually it's safe in here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and um, also, Portsmouth is becoming a destination like you For don't sure. just have to come up here to get yeah. you know seafood
3: Portsmouth Brewers Row uh,
1: yeah like there's good breweries around here so please come on support loaded question and support all the other local guys around here guys and Definitely. girls around here um, because the things that they're doing around here is pretty awesome and it's 20 minutes from my house so yeah, you so might run into you know. us too so <laughs> <laughs> cool um, Erica your favorite question
0: yeah I always end with this what are you most proud of
2: hmm
0: <laughs> Doesn't have to be brewery-related, you know. It could be it's personal or Oprah whatever. It's exactly. <laughs> just
3: question. You know. Maybe I should start crying now. If you cry. If,
0: if you could, that would be great. Ratings will go up.
3: <laughs> uh, it's uh, kind of a funny thing, but uh, the four beers, because we only opened with four beers, and like I said, I brewed um, now over 50 different beers. Yeah. All four of the beers that we brewed... Um, we still routinely make, and they're some of our most popular beers. That's awesome. Um,
1: so you kind of went with your gut? Yeah.
3: yeah. I just uh, And one of, one of them is, uh, i got to tell the story because people love it, uh, Sparkle Toes IPA. Jeez. <laughs> oh, um,
0: <laughs> we do have to hear those story. <laughs> come on, tell us.
3: <laughs> so uh, the day before I brewed the beer for the first time, my uh, little girl, who was two at the time, wanted uh her toenails painted with glitter nail polish and my mom did or my mom her mom did it yeah um and then she looked at me and was like daddy sparkle toes?" oh god <laughs> and so uh, of I course. Did, there's no way i could say of no to course. that and so <laughs> i got my toenails painted with glitter uh, and then brewed the beer for the first time the next day nice and uh that's great it just seemed like the perfect name yeah
1: and for those who can't see because the podcast is only an audio medium
3: Tom does still have historical toes. It's totally. very, very totally, interesting. I'm going to do that at every festival this yeah. year where yeah, flip flops. Yes. Yeah, do that. that's yeah. And then when some big bro comes <laughs> up and was like, I want your double IPA. We're going to be like, you got to say the name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, that's awesome. they that kind of lush.
1: Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, thank you again for taking some time. Busy Monday nights, so I
3: know. Yeah. You probably want to be home with your
0: families
1: <laughs> <laughs> instead of being here tonight. But
3: yeah, thanks for coming up. Cheers, yep, guys. Cheers. No Cheers.
1: Alright, thank you guys once again For listening to our final Interview final Of interview. 2019
2: Yo, It's been a
1: great
2: year And I'd like to reflect
1: on it
0: Yeah, you Let's reflect go. on that Matt
1: in our Christmas episode next week.
0: <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Oh, no. That's right. Dun, dun, dun. That's right, people.
1: We are going to have a Christmas episode for you next Wednesday. Why not? It's Bruce Christmas present to you. Actually, not on Wednesday.
0: On the twenty fourth, which is Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve.
1: Santa's working overtime, Ryan.
0: Santa Ryan.
1: Sound so. guy Santa. Yeah, but big shout out to our friends. Loaded question uh, for doing an awesome interview yeah and uh, if you hear this you can look forward to our last brewers read their bad on tap review
0: for 2019
1: for 2019 and until then
0: until next year
1: or, an, or
0: our, christmas, no, episode. our <laughs> christmas episode. make sure
1: you follow us on all social medias which are
0: twitter facebook instagram and, and brewery
2: roots Brewery roots, but, I said roots. <laughs> but also uh, go to our website, um, brewroots.com. Um, you can go ahead and look at all our past episodes. Uh, we will also on the social media be sending out a survey. Survey, Brian is obsessed with the I am not obsessed, I just want feedback He's and I really want to know excited. what you guys want as the listeners.
0: What do you want? Right?
2: And you guys, if you fill out said survey. Will be entered to win a contest a
0: t-shirt
2: And beer And beer <laughs> So um, definitely uh, Keep an eye out for that That will be coming in either the, When you listen to this Or uh, later that Real weekend soon. Um, Real soon. We're yeah, super pumped and, We're getting it out you know, yeah. we're, it's gonna. We're gonna go hard That's what you. Um,
0: (laughs) Heyo, Matt, you're impossible.
2: All right. Other than that, though, uh, stay tuned for our apparently Christmas episode that Matt's gonna make me edit. Um, And until next week, cheers, cheers, cheers. Happy
1: holidays.